From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The first woman in America to receive a medical degree, Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell, was born on February 3, 1821. She graduated first in her class in 1849 from Geneva Medical College, which is the predecessor of what is known today as Upstate Medical University. So in 2021, Upstate is celebrating Dr. Blackwell's 200th birthday. With me to talk about what medical school is like for women today are two medical students, Nilima Doskayala and Saruthi Akula. Welcome to HealthLink on Air, both of you. Thank you for having us today. Happy to be here. So the Association of American Medical Colleges says women make up more than half of the enrollment at U.S. medical schools. Do you see that at Upstate? Saruthi? Yeah, I do. I think they said for the 2020 to 2021 year, they had more than 51% females enrolled. And I think our class does definitely reflect that. I've, at least from what I've noticed, it seems pretty equal. And Neelima, um, is that true? Do you have male and female professors as well? Yes, we definitely do. We have a good mix um, of both uh, women and men professors in our class. Now, Dr. Blackwell was a teacher before she became a physician, and from what I've read, apparently she didn't like the idea of studying the physical structure of the body and its various ailments. So let me ask each of you what draws you to medicine and how you knew this was something that you would enjoy making a career of. Saruthi? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think my uh, favorite part of medicine is the detective aspect of it. Uh, like when you have a patient that comes in and they present with a problem, you're kind of working as a detective to see how you can help them uh, get better and get back to their everyday life and, and help them in that aspect. Um, and then I think I also like the aspect of medicine in that it's always evolving, right? You never know everything in medicine, uh, especially in a year like this where there's so much that's changing. I think you're, even as a physician, you're always learning. And uh, I really like that aspect of it. Well, Neelima, um, what about you? Have you uh, can you tell me what drew you to this field? Sure. Um, like Shruti, I also enjoy um, helping people in a way that you are able to figure out what is wrong with them and and what um, you can do to help them. But also, I think for me, um, medicine is more than just treating an illness or a disease, uh, medicine involves treating a whole person. And sometimes it's not just about giving someone medicine to, to make them feel better, but it's also about preventing um, them from getting sick. So that's a big part of why I chose medicine. Well, I know this is a very general question, but I wanna ask what medical school is like for you. And I guess we'll start with Saruthi. Is it as demanding? as you thought it might be? Um, yeah, so medical school is definitely a lot, but it's normal when we have our shadowing and we're able to go into the hospital, obviously this year, like it's a little different, but um, I think that also gives you that, that um, like real world aspect of this is what I'm going to be doing. So that's like the end goal. Um, but I do think that there is time to do things you're interested in as well. Like you do have time for other things other than just studying all the time. 
but you are studying a lot. Well, you mentioned shadowing. So is that where you're with a physician and kind of seeing what their workday is like? Yeah, exactly. So some rotations in the hospital where you're basically rotating with a um, team. So the team, you have a physician, um, residents, and then maybe like a, an upperclassman medical student. And so you get to see basically what a, a day in the hospital is like for them. But with this being the pandemic, that's changed substantially, right? Yeah, unfortunately, um, we weren't allowed in the hospital, especially during the uh, peak COVID time. Um, so there were other opportunities for us to get involved though, uh, which was nice. And I think a lot of our classmates really rose up to the plate and uh, organized like different volunteering opportunities and uh, different virtual things. That, so we were still staying involved. Um, but in terms of shadowing until recently, we weren't really allowed back in. And now again, with the upsurge, we're uh, not really allowed in the hospital. Neelima, let me ask you, uh, how many hours do you spend in class and studying per week? Um, I think that really varies day to day. Um, we thankfully have the option of viewing our lectures online at our own time. So um, we're able to create our own schedules around um, you know, our lectures and maybe our extracurricular activities. So um, I guess Every day, if we have, you know, five lectures, that would be 45 minutes a lecture. So, you know, five lectures a day would be around five hours. And then reviewing those lectures would take another couple of hours. So it's pretty much a full work day. And then um, beyond that, we always have other study materials also because we're second years. So we have to prepare for the big um, end of year exam called STEP. So um, just a full day and you kind of just fit in breaks here and there. Do you have time for anything else like exercise or TV watching? Is there <laughs> much of that in the life of a medical student? Um, it's far and few, like in between, we definitely have to make time for things that we want to do. And, um, I do think that if we, you know, if I, plan out my um, time well enough, I do have time to relax and spend some time with friends or, you know, watch a show or exercise. Also just, I think stress relief is a big part of medical school because we're constantly running and we do have to make sure that we take time to de-stress and get back into things. You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with two medical students. Nilima Doskoyala and Saruthi Akula. Now, in Elizabeth Blackwell's day, medical school was two years, and so now it's four. But then, what are your plans after the four years of medical school are over, Saruthi? Yeah, so I'm not exactly sure uh, which specialty I'll end up choosing, but. Um, as of right now, like you have your residency after medical school and then maybe fellowship as well. So uh, there's still a long journey ahead. Neelima, do you have any idea how many more years of education you'll face after graduation? Um, anywhere from three to seven, <laughs> depending on which specialty we choose. And I'm also not um, entirely sure which specialty I'll go into, but I do wanna work with kids. 
Well, I've read that um, Elizabeth Blackwell graduated medical school in 1849, and she had a really hard time finding a job. And when she finally put out her own shingle, she had a really hard time getting patients because nobody wanted to see a female doctor. So I wanted to ask each of you about your plans after graduation and whether you think gender will affect those plans. So Ruthie? Um, I think personally, uh, the way gender has affected my plans after graduation is more in terms of uh, how I can balance my family life with my career as well. Um, and so that I think that definitely impacts the career I'll choose because there are some specialties like uh, surgery and, and things that are more um, time sensitive where, I mean, if you're on call, you have to go in, right? So I think uh, things like that will definitely affect what career I end up uh, choosing and what I end up going into. Do you uh, do you see your male medical student colleagues making similar considerations as they choose what they want to specialize in? Do do you hear them speaking about family obligations? Um, I can say personally, uh, especially like with my guy friends, I see them talking a little bit more about lifestyle. But I think a lot of them are interested in um, surgery and in specialties that are more time sensitive. So I haven't really heard them um, bring up like that, that family balance. Neelima, let me ask you, have you considered um, a career in surgery and how that might impact your personal life? Um, I have considered surgical specialties. And I think uh, a big reason that um, I'm a little bit hesitant about surgery is that the representation for women in surgical fields is um, sometimes less than 10%. And I feel like a big part of advancing in medicine is to be able to find a mentor in a field that you want to see yourself in. And um, I... You know, I look up to a lot of women that have made those strides in in those fields, and I, you know, I hope that um, we will one day be able to guide other medical students who want to take the same path. Well, now I know that both of you are second year medical students, so you've completed your first year and half of your second year. Let me ask you, what's been your most memorable class so far? Saruthi? So, uh, so that's a hard question because I've there have definitely been organ systems uh, that we've learned about that I think are very interesting. And but I think overall my favorite class has probably been anatomy. And uh, basically we uh, learn the anatomy of each organ system as we learn it. And it's very hands-on and you can directly see like if you have uh, so like some of our dissections that we did had um, like knee replacements or joint replacements. And um, you can sometimes see uh, like the direct effects of people that had smoked and what that pathology of that looks like um, when you're dissecting. And so I think that was really interesting being able to see that um, firsthand in 3D. And I, I also think when uh, you're in the anatomy lab, you can see things 3D, which is very different than uh, when we're learning about it 
through lectures or, or in textbooks, it's 2D. So I, I did like that 3D hands-on aspect. Those lessons seem like they're things that'll stay with you for your entire career. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think um, even now as we're learning about uh, some of the pathologies of systems, being able to go back and say, oh yeah, I remember seeing um, like this as we were dissecting through definitely helps. Neelima, what about you? Do you have a favorite? Um, I think that a lot of our courses have definitely been interesting. Um, I, I think besides our academic courses, um, our clinical skills and practice of medicine courses put um, medicine into context. And I feel like those courses are really, uh, really insightful in ways that will allow us to advocate for our patients and also um, just more experience-based learning. So I think that those are um, interesting courses. And the, your third and fourth years that are coming up, those are a little more hands-on, right? Yeah, uh, during our third and fourth year, we'll be uh, actually rotating through the hospital. Uh, so like I was mentioning earlier, the teams, so we'll be part of those teams. Well, let me ask each of you, since we're celebrating or marking uh, Elizabeth Blackwell's 200th birthday, if you could speak to her today, um, what would you say to her? Has she been an inspiration to you? Yeah, if I could speak to her today, I would definitely thank her. If it wasn't for people like her and all the difficulties she went through, but still persisted, I don't think we would be here today. And if we were, we would definitely face more challenges than we do now. Um, I mean, now, like being a female in the field, I, I, for the most part, don't really feel any difference than my male colleagues. Neelima? Um, yeah, I think I would say the same. I would say the same. Um, I would thank her for allowing us the opportunity to do what we do today. And not only did she, um, was, not only was she a pioneer in what she did, but she also set up a foundation for other women to follow. And um, besides fighting for women, she also fought for racial inequity. And I think that we see a lot of the same parallels today. And I, you know, I thank her for starting the work and um, I hope that we will be able to continue it. Well, thank you to Neelima Doskayala and Saruthi Akula, medical students at Upstate Medical University's College of Medicine. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.